Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Here to Help. I'm glad you took time to listen today. And today I'm going to do something that is so out of character for me. I don't know if this is God leading me to deal with um, these kind of issues um, or just maybe this is a one-time thing. My purpose and my calling for this podcast and for what my wife and I do on our helps page on Facebook and even my own personal Facebook account, I don't get into arguments. I don't comment on people's um, threads that have anything to do with local issues or hot button topics. And I normally don't do this. Usually there's so much fervor on one side or the other that it just gets heated and it just brings to light the Proverbs in, you know, remember Proverbs 26, you know, verse four, it says, don't answer a fool, you know, so you're not like him or answer a fool, you know, so you're, you're not like unto him. But then in verse five, it says, don't answer a fool because he's just going to boast on how he got you and how he's right. There's no winning when you're dealing with a fool. And so when we usually deal with these kind of issues and I see those issues on Facebook, or I hear people say things like that on, on, on air, I just normally just avoid it because that's just not my thing. Um, because usually it's just turns into foolishness. And so usually I type out a really wonderful response, then delete it. But normally I don't get involved with those hot button type issues. But major, but lately I've seen in the last I don't know, a few weeks, it's just been getting more and more two major subjects that have motivated me to try and talk about these things and help people who find themselves caught in this crossfire of rabid debating. And you see, for my, let me give you some examples. For my Jesus following people right now, a big one with the kind of folks I hang around with um, is the Bible translation debate. You know, whether you're a King James guy or an ESV guy or RSV, XYVV, it's a huge debate and it's a big thing. Um, in society these last couple weeks, it's been a big thing about the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court abortion thing. Um, but anytime you mix anything like that, whether it's hot off the press politics or guns or economics or um, world um, happenings, whatever that hot button topic is, whatever's dominating the news outlets and social media platform, it just sometimes it just gets into heated debates. And I want to talk about what do you do when you find yourself in the midst of these. And I may be a little long today. I may not be. We'll see how this goes. But I want to cover how our attitude and how we are supposed to respond and how we're supposed to be when it comes to these hot button issues. I'm going to use the Bible translation, King James Version debate as the major illustration and context, um, but the helps and the ideas and principles can probably be applied to most of these kind of, of subjects if we just take time to talk about them. And so let's get into that as we just talk about how to deal with these hot button issues and uh, see where it takes us, because this is going to be fun. This is my first time. <laughs> It'll be great. 
So you're scrolling through Facebook and or you're listening to your favorite podcaster and or you're at a gathering of like-minded people, you're always going to find some folks that are going to be talking about, arguing about, fussing about these hot-button topics. And I just want to reach out to my friends and family and those that I'm trying to reach with this podcast and just give some ideas and some principles when you see those kind of issues pop up. No matter what your opinion is, no matter what side you're on, um, I just want to give some helps. And this is going to be just very basic. It's just going to be very simplistic, but it's my heart. And I think if you were to take some time and study the scriptures and study reality, I think these things would be very obvious to you as we get into them. So I just want to go down through some thoughts that I had. And as you face these hot button topics, how do you deal with them? First of all, we got to realize everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's true. They may not agree with you, but that doesn't make them, you know, Satan spawn or your enemy or the prime target for blasting them on Facebook account or or, or reaching all your friends and and um, demeaning them. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. So when it comes to that 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 hot issue that no matter what you believe, and we're going to get into the Bible translations thing here in a sec, but everybody's entitled to their opinion. And if you realize that everybody's entitled to the, their opinion, even yourself, you've got to realize they or you might be wrong. <laughs> we hate to admit being wrong. I hate admitting being wrong. Um, to the point where I just don't. I just pretend that I'm right all the time, and then I don't have to deal with it. But you know how often I found myself on the wrong side of the argument because I just didn't have all the information, which we're getting to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. So if everybody has their opinion, and I might be wrong, we've also got to realize when we find people arguing and fussing and taking their stands, we have to realize that most people... And when I say most, I mean most, pretty much all. Um, yeah, <laughs> most people are unqualified and ignorant about the subjects they're arguing about. Have you ever noticed that? Most folks just love to spend their time parroting their favorite sources that agree with their stance. People really don't want to do the work. And I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll get to there in a minute. But most people are unqualified and ignorant about the subjects in which they're arguing about. Um, it's just true. We're an ignorant people. We think if we ask Siri about something that she's going to give us a detailed description and all the information we need to argue about the point that we want to talk about. But most people, and you just watch the threads, you watch the arguments, you hear the, the, the podcasts, you see the videos, the little short YouTube videos, people are usually unqualified and ignorant about the subject which, in which they're arguing. Most people are. How about this one? So if everybody's entitled to their opinion, and there's a really good chance that me or they might be wrong, and realize that most people are unqualified to be arguing about this, we must realize that before I can get into an argument, I probably should make sure that I spend the time, the effort, and energy needed to make an actual educated argument. Um, let's talk about the Bible version issue. 
I am not a linguist. I am not an extremely intelligent person. I don't have my doctorate degree. I haven't studied the source languages. I haven't gone really, really, really deep. I just know what I've studied, what I've read, what I've learned, and of course, what I've been taught. But before I start really getting to a good, heated debate, I've got to realize before I can take a really strong stance, I've got to make sure that I've spent the time, effort, and energy needed to make an actual educated argument. If all I can do is quote Bill or Gail or that Bible teacher from, from Bible college who just graduated the year before I did um, and has no deep background in, in the subject, I may want to refrain from the argument. You see, Pastor Bobby Bible with his two-year home study degree from Frank's Bible College, and he's trying to argue with a linguist who has 40 to 50 years of study and experience, uh, Pastor Bobby may be a little out of his league. It's like me trying to argue how to pronounce Hebrew words with my pastor. It's just not going to work. I mean, he's got the phlegm and the, you know, and he does a much better job than I can. I just look at the really cool letters and say, I think that's what that says. Uh, <laughs> Before you actually start arguing with somebody, make sure you spent the time, effort, energy needed to make an actual educated argument. I have found so often that people just don't want to do the work to actually study it out. And we'll get to some reasons here in a second, and I'm just building on this. So everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody is probably wrong in some way or another. And most people are unqualified and ignorant to really give a good argument. And before I should step in and offer my opinion, I must make sure that I have spent the proper amount of time, effort, and energy needed to make an educated argument. Now, and here comes a challenge. I've got to make sure that when I'm making that effort to be educated and informed and know the truth, I'm going to have to probably read and study people who have a different view than I have. You see, nobody wants to threaten what we think and what we believe. Um, if I reach out and start reading and learning and studying something, I actually should reach out to people across the belief aisle and find out what they have to say about a certain subject. You realize if I reach and, and listen and learn and read and study people who have a different view than I do, um, I may realize that they have something I need to learn. And I may realize that I don't have all the answers, or I may realize I may just not have a complete picture of the whole truth. And you know, that's the half the problem with us as humans. We get in our head of what we think the truth is. We get in our head where we want to stand and where we draw the line in the sand. And we refuse to hear arguments and information of someone that may disagree with us. It's kind of like the seven-year-old on the playground refusing to listen to the 10-year-old on how to play a game. Plugging his ears and screaming, I'm not listening to you over and over again until somebody just wants to come up and punch him in the nose. Um, if you go on Facebook and you read some threads about any of these hot-button topics, that's what you'll find. Most of the time, it's just a bunch of seven-year-olds plugging their ears, screaming, no, that's not true. And it's just exhausting. It's just tiresome. And unfortunately, many times because of who all the people on my Facebook, you see it's Christian people arguing about subjects that they really don't have all the information on. And yet they refuse to read and study people that may disagree with them 
Um, here we go. Let's keep going because I, I got to get this this truth out of my heart because I don't want to I don't want to bog down and be too long. If all I want is likes and amens, I'm really not earning an argument. I'm really not winning. If all I want is all my buddies from Bible college to hit amen and to belittle and holler at someone who may have a different opinion on my Facebook post, um, I'm, I'm not winning an argument. I'm just surrounding myself with groupies. Um, how about this for a thought? Just to keep building on to this mountain of, of foolishness that we've, we've grown up on. If I act like a jerk, the moment I act like a, a, a not a nice person, I've lost the argument. A friend of mine from work, he said, you know, the moment that you lose your temper and drop the F-bomb is the moment that you've lost the validity of your argument. The moment you act like a jerk, you've lost the argument. And this is especially true with the King James only argument. Most King James only folks are just not nice. They're just not nice. I don't know why I said not nice. I don't know why I said it that way. Um, way to highlight the tenets of the Lord Jesus by being rude, by being mean-spirited, and just by simply being a jerk. You're just not showing the Lord Jesus. Um, I know of a church, and I'm not going to give any, any examples or any indications so you can figure out who I'm talking about. I know of a church, and about 95% of the people that go to that church are just rude, cold, snobby, haughty, high-minded, nose-in-the-air jerks. They may be right on the Bible version thing. They may be, have great um, modesty standards and music standards, but they're just not nice people. They're just not. And I'm not talking about the pastor. I'm talking about most of the people that go to the church. You can literally walk down the aisle of Walmart and tell, yep, they're from that church um, because they're just not nice. Oh, they may have great dress standards. They may have great stand on the on the Bible version thing, but they're just not nice people. So it's hard to listen to their argument about, you know, how someone should dress or what kind of music you should listen to when they're just jerks. The moment you act like a jerk, you've lost the argument. You've lost your influence. You've lost the validity of what you're trying to say. How about this one? And this one is a, and I think this is a huge foundational one. You cannot be afraid to question your beliefs and stances. Do you realize most people are so emotionally charged more than they're informationally charged? Can you believe I said that word correctly? Informationally. Most people are so wound up with emotion for their stance or for their side or for their argument that the information, you just can't get it to them. They refuse to listen. They refuse to study. They refuse to, to read someone that disagrees with them simply because they're afraid that they may be influenced or drawn away or make them question what their beliefs are. You go to any protest um, and, you, and you, actually, you look at the, watch the YouTube videos, you watch the news videos of people trying to interview or talk to someone in a protest and you can't get them to reason. Why? Because they're so emotionally charged that no matter what you say, you're, you're, you're somehow against them and against what they're standing for rather than just simply want to make it, just want to talk. My belief system cannot be shaken. Why? Because I've done my homework. I know what I truly believe. I know where there's some gray areas. I know where there's some areas in which I need to grow in. 
If I hear or read something that challenges or disagrees with my beliefs, a couple things happen. Number one, it'll drive me to study it and find out, like the Bible version thing. I'm not going to tell you where I stand on the Bible version other than I, I love my King James Bible. That's what I read from all the time. That's what I study. That's what I preach out of. So please don't call me a heretic because I'm talking about the King James debate. I love my King James Bible. I do. But that doesn't mean I'm I, a jerk or I disagree with or I hate someone who uses a different Bible version than I do. Um, but... <laughs> If, if if someone presents, I got to get back to my, I had a rabbit trail right there about the King James thing. <laughs> it's just me. Um, but if I hear something or read something that challenges or disagrees with my beliefs, it will drive me to study and find it out. Um, I actually may end up changing my stance to a better one. That's happened so much in my Christian growth. Do you know what I said? My Christian growth. That when someone challenges something that I may have been taught or believed years ago, and I've grown, and I've studied it out, it will help me change my stance to a better one. It will help me abandon those things that if I find out aren't true, or it may just simply strengthen my stance and make my faith and beliefs stronger. We've got to understand that. that when someone says something that disagrees with what I believe, that's okay. Take time to study it out. Figure it out. Learn for yourself. How about this one? I just want to give some thoughts, and I know this is going to sound like review, but if you're floating on Facebook or you have a YouTube channel or you have a podcast or you put videos on, on, on social media, if you're really trying to change people's minds, if you're trying to spread truth, if you're really trying to help people, if you're really trying to stand for right, there are some basic helps that you've got to have. A little bit redundant of what I've already talked about. But you'll see why I'm reviewing this. And I'm going to go through them really fast because I know I'm, I'm running short on time. Number one, be truly informed. Be truly informed. If all you can do is quote the easy talking points like CNN, then you're really not affecting change or winning an argument. Go read some books and come back and talk to me in six months or a year or two years or five years. Be truly informed why do you think it takes years to get a a a a, a um, master's degree or a doctorate degree because it takes time just like I, the martial arts i've studied and one of them it's a good five to eight year plan to get to a black belt the other one it's like 15 to 25 years to get to a black belt put in the time be truly informed second be christ-like in your words and actions you realize nobody really likes to listen to a self-righteous, fat-headed, rude person trying to make an argument. Uh, my wife and I have come to the conclusion that when people get that way, people start screaming, people start being rude. We just turn them off mentally, um, especially behind the pulpit. You get some dude up there who's all red-faced and sweating and spitting and hollering, just making fun of people and tearing down people and acting unlike Jesus. Well, we just kind of go click and you're done. We just we don't listen to you because you're not Christ-like. Be Christ-like in your words and actions. How about this one? Number three, look at the fruit. Look at the fruit. Some of the nicest, most energetic, witnessing, compassionate followers of Jesus who are spot-on doctrinally, they don't use the King James Version of the Bible. While far too many King James-only guys, people and churches are just not nice. They're just not nice. I know we've said that before. They're just not nice especially if you don't agree with them on something. They're just rude. 
And, and so I look at the fruit and I look at the growth in churches and I look at the smiles on people's faces. It kind of makes me kind of question about the validity of your argument. How about this one? Stay humble. You don't have all the facts. You may have not been taught right. You may have been taught poorly. And you may be wrong. Some of the things I was taught in Bible college by somebody who is completely unqualified to teach me that subject. Now, I had some wonderful, wonderful instructors in Bible college. Some wonderful people. Even people who had actual earned doctor degrees. Can you imagine? But I actually had some wonderful professors and mentors in Bible college. But I also had some guys that really shouldn't have been standing before a class trying to teach things on the Bible because all they did was parrot what they learned from their instructor um, two or three years before. Stay humble. You may not have all the facts. Number five, most Christians have their opinions about Bible issue, but they don't have the time or care enough to either argue with you or uh, amen whatever you just said. Do you hear that? And I shouldn't be, I shouldn't alienate Christians. Most people don't have time to, to deal with what you have to deal with. They, they have their opinions. They know what they believe. But do you realize most of us are too busy trying to keep our marriages strong, to raise our children, to serve our local churches and communities, to work our jobs, to pay our bills, to reach our friends and families and coworkers and community, communities. Most people don't have time. But they do have their opinions, and they may agree with you, but they may not. But we just don't have time. If you have lots of time to fuss at folks on Facebook, maybe you need to find something else to do with your life. You might want to find something else to, to bide your time. If you need suggestions, boy, throw me a text. If you live in the local area, even if you're not a member of my church, boy, come on over. We'll schedule a work day, and I'll give you some projects you can do in our building at church because we're, we're renovating, fixing things, and boy, I could use some help. But if you're so busy just fussing at people on Facebook about your shallow opinions, you're probably not winning an argument. You're, just trying to, you're pretty much probably just showing yourself as a turd. Next, number six. Did I say turd? I did say turd. I'm not editing it out. This is just as free flow, and you're just going to have to live with it because this is my channel. Next, number six and last. If you aren't wrapping your teaching, your stances, your arguments with love, grace, mercy, kindness, friendship, care, you know, all those tenets of Christianity, most of us aren't really listening to you anyway. We just aren't. We just aren't. If you're a jerk, well, I'm sorry. Most of us just aren't listening to you. Um, do you realize hot button issues are just that? They're hot button issues. People all worked up, wound up with more emotion than fact, blinded by tunnel vision, lifted up with pride, too stubborn to list to anyone else on the other side. And boy, boy you get in the Bible version issue about that, and it's just, it's just that. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a wonderful example. I was on a Zoom call the other day with, let's see, there was five pastors and two guys that are over like church planting for one of the one of the um, Baptist people, and that guy used that version. That guy used that version. That guy used that version. I used my version. That guy used multiple versions, and you know what? We got along. We had great discussions and talks, and there were minor things that we disagreed on, but you know what? We had a blast. 
it was probably one of the most meaningful online um, conferences and, and talks that I've ever had in my entire life. People that use different Bible versions than I do. Oh my goodness, I should have yelled at them and screamed at them and called them Satan. Um, but it was wonderful. It was a wonderful meeting online. Um, you see, whether it's politics or social issues or doctrinal things or Bible translations or, or, or ideas about music or brand of church you attend, hot issues can dominate the scene and keep us from being who we're called to be and doing the things that we're called to do. Do you realize, put this out there, probably no one's going to listen to this part, but most people don't care. And most people are tired of the fussing and the arguing. They just want to serve the Lord and and help people and grow and raise their families right and pay their bills and reach their lost loved ones. Most people don't care. They don't. They don't. Um, and you're not going to change their minds. Don't get so sidetracked on sidetracks that you forget to stay on the main track. Don't forget to be so sidetracked on issues that you forget to take care of the issues that really matter. Yes, have your opinions. Yes, have your stances. Yes, have your beliefs. Yes, you should. And please grow, learn, study, build your life on good, strong belief system. But just make sure you're listening to Paul Harvey when he says, now for the rest of the story. You may learn something new. And you may just change your mind and grow stronger in your faith and your personal beliefs. But you have to calm down, cool down, relax, don't be a jerk, listen, study, learn, and just be a good human. Can we start there? Can we just start there? So how do we deal with these hot button issues? Well, most of the time I don't. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes that's just the best. Just to just walk away. Don't put a reply on Facebook. Sometimes that's just the best thing. But how do you deal with these hot-button issues? Do it Christ-like. Do it wisely. Do it informed. And just relax. Calm down. Be nice. And let's go from there. I think that'd be a good place to start. I know this was a little long. Um, I knew it would be. I, when, you, when you talk about subjects like this, and maybe I'll just start getting into stuff like this because these are things that actually will help people. And I hope this was a help to you. Please reach out to me if you need anything. Um, send me a, a message on um, here to help ministry at gmail.com. Um, if you need someone to talk to, let me know, and I'll give you my cell phone number, and we can chat. Um, but, but reach out if you need anything. If you disagree with me, that's okay. Um, I, that's fine. <laughs> you're allowed to that was i think point number one um everybody's entitled to have an opinion that's okay what do you do about these hot button issues just let them be hot button issues sometimes just don't push the button it's okay i love you let's have a great week and uh let's serve the lord let's let's help somebody let's reach our fellow man with truth and let's just be nice let's start there remember old thumpered mom if you can't say nothing nice remember that um, let's start there and see how we go. I love you. Let's have a great week. Reach out if you need me. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.